Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a while. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the dark forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, of course, if you love a determiner. And it is December. In December, you do not donate to the Dork Forest. You donate to your local food bank. That's right. Find a food bank. Go to feedingamerica.org if you're in America. And there is, uh, it's a link. There'll be a link to, to that on the notes at essentially dorkforest.com, which is allthingscomedy.com as well, which is the podcast network. Aaron Foley's, uh, podcast is going to join over there at, uh, Sports Without Balls. And it's a sports podcast uh, where two ladies, uh, Aaron Foley and Rebecca Corey, talk about sports. I uh, She asked me to be on, and then she realized that I could not be on because I don't know anything about sports. Um, she can come back on the Dork Forest and talk about sports, but it doesn't work the other way. So donate to a food bank uh, every other month. Donate to the Dork Forest. What the heck? And if you still want merch for Christmas or for, uh, solstice or for Armenian Christmas, you can go to the merch store on JackieCation.com and get t-shirts and CDs and hooded sweatshirts. I have them in stock. I have hooded sweatshirts, all sizes in stock for the season. What the heck? And this month we have another sponsor. Remember, you can, you could be a sponsor. And that's what Leanne Olson, who was on one of the last episodes of the Dork Forest of Geekiana.com, decided she wanted to sponsor the Dork Forest for a month. So know in your hearts that Leanne Olson is a crafty, crafty dork and she has a business called Geekiana.com where she prints t-shirts and sweatshirts and scarves and posters and it's all dork related. It's nerdy. It's geeky. It's geekiana.com. So she also has her own podcast. So you can listen up to that and order up on that. Geekiana.com. My personal favorite, Watership Downton Abbey, the t-shirt. And I think there's also a poster and you should get that. So let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard. He's going to sing the Mexican hat dance at the end. He composed that. He sang in the beginning with Sarah Cohen, his girlfriend. That's right. Patrick Brady, going to fix this audio, does a vital work. And uh, he also does the YouTube teasers that are on YouTube.com slash The Dork Forest. And Vilmos fixes the website. That's right. JackieCation.com is done by Braniac. I think it, it's spelled, it's on the bottom of JackieCation.com. Link to that if you have any website needs. And other than that, let us begin. Hey, it's Jackie Cation, and I am sitting here with Matt Myra of the Nerdist podcast That's and correct. the TV uh, at midnight mm-hmm. on the Comedy Central, which uh, is a fine quality hashtaggy awesome game that I enjoy. <laughs> it's hashtaggy. It's hashtags for television. It's <laughs> it is hashtags for television. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I was on the Nerdist not long ago, and we have been trying to do this for about a year, mm-hmm. and um and. Here's a scoop. First, it's it's spelled Mira. Yeah. I've always pronounced it Mira. I'm wrong. Many it's people Matt have. Matt Myra. Yeah. yeah. And but it's M I R A, and that's your and that's your Twitter handle, yep. which is Matt Myra, but M I R A. M I R A. Yeah. And then um and at midnight's going to come back January sixth, and January you open 6th. for Chris Hardwick on the road. I do that. Yeah. Um. Doing and so you do the, the stand up comedy. Sure. All the time. So you talk Whenever with. They need me. Right, whenever uh, you are allowed. Essentially, that's when I that's when I do stand up comedy. I'm like, oh, please let me, and then I do it. But uh, we've we, we've come together this day, yeah, in Van Nuys, California. Uh, to beautiful talk, Van Nuys. Beautiful Van Nuys. It's actually quite nice, yeah. and uh, a little chilly, but good. To talk about uh, James Bond. Yes, Bond. James Bond. That's correct. Of which I know almost nothing. I saw Quantum Leap, or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> and uh, Oh, Sam leaps into James Bond's body. <laughs> How great would that have been? How great would that have been? Al comes in, says, Ziggy says, you gotta fuck this girl before you... <laughs> <laughs> before we can even go anywhere. That's... It would be... <laughs> Don't, Ziggy says, I gotta watch. <laughs> Sorry, Alice. Exactly. I don't know if I could do it in front of you. No, no, it's fine. Ziggy says. I want to perform. <laughs> and so, yeah, so what I've done is I've, all I've done is printed all of the movies. Yes. But you are also a reader of the books. Yes. 
Yeah. So Ian Fleming, am yeah. I correct? You are correct. Ian Fleming wrote uh, the books back in like what the late fifties or something or early sixties. Yeah, right, right after World War Two. Okay, mid fifties he started doing that with his uh, World War Two experiences. He was like, let me let me jot this. Was down. <laughs> was he a World War Two fighter dude? He was a World War Two uh, uh, army. He was supposedly uh, in the British Secret Service himself. Oh, that's right, because it is British, Jackie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't know why I thought he was Indiana Jones for a minute there. <laughs> Yes, no, it's very, it's the, it's the, it's about as British as you can get. Okay. And I tend to drink coffee because, uh, first, the first, uh, couple of pages of Casino Royale, James Bond, which right? is the first, it's the first novel. The, oh, the first novel was first Casino novel. Ra- yeah. Royale. Okay. That's the introduction of, of James Bond to the world. Uh, but James discusses to the reader how much he hates tea. Oh, he doesn't enjoy tea. Yeah, and he feels like tea is the downfall of English society because everyone's uh, too busy taking their tea breaks. Oh, there's coffee. Oh, because coffee keeps you working. Yeah, that's right. Tea, you you slow down. That's right. What? uh, That is interesting. And he, um, so he's a coffee guy. Coffee guy, yeah. And when did you first read the first book? Did you read it like in junior high, a formative kind of thing? Or I never got the first book until about. Ten years ago. Okay. So, was, but was, you were into the college. movies before that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've so, been what, in the movies for a very long. Time. What was the first movie you saw? The first James Bond movie I saw was from Russia with Love, which is the second. That is the second one. I have I have a list. Yes, you do. That you can rattle. I like up. how you're, you're All right. checking it off. I'm checking it off. We've each discussed that. We talk, each one we talk about. <laughs> Just check. So did do you, did you did you fall in love with it immediately? No, well, what I happened? sort of was like. I always enjoyed older movies. I find something about the pacing of movies from the 60s and 70s to be very comforting. It is soothing. Yeah. It's like watching fish. Like even if you watch like uh like uh Dawn of the Dead, you just there's a, there's a pacing that's there that's not in movies today. The French Connection has that pacing. Okay. Don't let things breathe. You know what who what does have the, that that is that guy, the South African guy who did District 9 yes. and Elysium. He does. He he does this the thing it's called camp. Oh, that's it. He does uh, exposition, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. And then there's an action movie yeah. at the second half. Yeah. It's nice. It's really nice. It, mm-hmm. it sort of sets you up for, 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 it lets you breathe. It, that's the thing. Cause I feel like movies now just, they're so kinetic and so just constantly doing right, right. something, something. G.I. Joe, horrible example. Cause oh, that isn't exactly a film. Did you see that movie? I've seen them both. I've oh, enjoyed both. How was both the of second them. one? Uh, better than the first one. And I liked the first one because I enjoy, uh, hitting. The first in, one I but saw. But only in movies. I saw it at the Cinerama Dome. Okay, that's the place to see it. And when I saw it, I became very acquainted with the Cinerama Dome ceiling. Because <laughs> that's how bored I was by G.I. <laughs> Joe. I was bored that like that in The Mummy. Oh, I love The Mummy. See? Steven Summers The Mummy. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the only good movie he's made. Okay. Well, <laughs> how can you know? How can you know going in what's going to happen? Did you watch Van Helsing ever? I never did. Uh, Is his, that terrible? That's his movie. I, I didn't sit through the whole thing. Okay. It was that's that 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 movie had so many chances. It was really like the, I mean You're a vampire hunter. Helsing. How could you not? I don't know if you're reading a comic book called Baltimore. No, I'm not. It's Is Mike it Mignola mm-hmm. and uh it's amazing. I can't write that down. Oh, that's all right. I'll I'll, I'll write it down. down. It'll be in the yeah. Baltimore. All stuff I read all of his stuff. BPRD, mm-hmm. Hellboy and Baltimore and then he has um yeah, absolutely anything. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, I'm on board, sir. And, uh, and it isn't, uh, I get him mixed up with the goon guy sometimes, yeah. but it isn't him. Eric, sure. whatever. Yep. And, um, which I also enjoy. It's great. But Baltimore has a real story and, and Lord Baltimore is a vampire hunter and he is what Van Helsing I assume Van Helsing should, should be yeah. or is or when done correctly well, is. The, thing, the cool thing about Van Helsing was that it was or – the, or the idea of Van Helsing and Van Helsing in its original form is that he doesn't just have to deal with vampires. He has to deal with Frankenstein. He has to deal with the mummy. He has to deal oh. with all of the – Sure. Every crazy thing. You know, He's got to keep his silver bullet straight with his holy water and he's got to know oh, what Daredevil's, does what to what. Daredevil's got that right now. He's, he's in Monster Town. Oh, uh, yeah, Daredevil's having some issues uh, with a lot of monsters. Huh. And uh, he's hanging out with Frank and he's hanging out with Satan. Anna, which is, uh, you know, the devil's daughter yeah, sure. and good times. And okay. Not I, to be confused with Zatanna of the DC world. Right. Not who is that. also related. Yeah. Right. Magician. And here's the thing. Yep. I've weeded us off mm-hmm. uh, from James Let's Bond. Go <laughs> Let's go back. So the first one you saw was for Russia with love. Yeah. From Russia with love. What yeah. was the first book you read? Uh, the first book I read was uh, Moonraker. Okay. And which is 
very different. Very different from the from the from the movie, movie. and from the okay Moonraker. Have you seen Moonraker? I haven't. Um, that is a movie that I feel like Jackie could get into. I bet. I've seen Octopussy. Oh, sure. I have seen um, Goldeneye, I think. <laughs> I think I saw... Was that one with Pierce Brosnan? That was, that was Pierce Brosnan's first. When Remington Steele became oh. James Bond, I said to myself... This is probably a mistake, but I'm going to watch it anyway because yeah. I liked Remington Steel so much. Well, Remington Steel, I like the premise of Remington Steel quite a bit. Well, and, uh, which and, is on the small castle, screen, right? Isn't it Castle? It is Castle. <laughs> <laughs> it is redone as Castle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is pretty great, and because uh, he's not what he says he is, yeah. and he's not good at it, yeah. and she's constantly getting him out of out of scrapes, yep. yeah. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Okay, so here's the thing. Just yep. go into the world of James Bond and tell me why you like it. So, I mean, there's obvious reasons to like it, but yeah. what are they? You know, it's interesting. I here's, and I come back to this here and there with sort of like looking at my life as a child. So I'm from Lowell, Massachusetts. Okay. Lowell, if you're unfamiliar uh, listeners or Jackie. Yes. Uh, there's a movie called The Fighter. Okay. Mark Wahlberg is in it. Uh, Christian Bale. Okay. Boxing movie. Oh, yeah. A lot of crack in it. Mm-hmm. That's the town I'm from. Okay, so very blue collar. Yeah, very blue collar. Much of Massachusetts, yeah. while there are 30,000 colleges there, yeah. are full of people who work with their hands. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but oh. I, I gotta go, uh, I'm going tuna fishing. You can't throw a rock without hitting somebody's cousin who's a landscaper. <laughs> Right. There's definitely some gentlemen who have worked with rebar, yeah. uh, and some ladies. Yeah. Of and, uh, sure. But it's. And the amount of people who, uh, are groundskeepers at golf courses. Extraordinary. Oh, really? Yeah. That is. It's, and, but there's so much. There's so many opportunities. I, I lived, uh, for three summers, I think. I was very drunk. Mm-hmm. In, um, in what's it call it? In Provincetown, Massachusetts. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right at the, right at the hook. Right, right at the hook, right, right there. The hook and Cod. people would say, are they going to take that, uh, do they ever take that monument down in the winter? And you're like, it's made out of brick. <laughs> are you out of your minds? <laughs> what do you, and what, the monument, it's a, mo- how did you find yourself there? Uh, friends of mine, uh, one of my best friends from college, mm-hmm. her parents owned a house in Truro. Mm, nice. They're, they're, um, Manhattan people, mm-hmm. Upper West Side yeah. Manhattan people, and they had a very nice house in Truro. And so we all bought a car for $40. And we, um, we actually bought the stereo inside of it in, at the University of Wisconsin Madison, and wow. we drove to Provincetown. It lasted a month, took us to the beach for a month. That's all you And then to do, the, right? the axle broke. Oh, and we took the, uh, the stereo out. And, uh, <laughs> And abandon it. <laughs> the uh, yeah, Provincetown. If you if you've never driven, it's it's you can take a ferry from Boston mm-hmm. because it's so close to Boston. You can take a ferry in about thirty five minutes. Yeah, and it's the way to go because yeah. that two lane highway because business. The two is... lane high. There's only a two lane highway. If you right. look at Massachusetts, the part we're talking about is the part that comes out like a finger. Mm-hmm. And as we were told as children, it was the uh, finger that beckoned the pilgrims. Right. Because come on and, over here. And the Indians were like, "You didn't see the palm that said stop coming, <laughs> please stop coming." <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a two-lane highway, and because of the way it's shaped, obviously there's no bridge that connects the landmass, so you have to like drive the whole length of this right. thing. Right, and it can take like oh. four hours. Oh, it can take it's... long, because it should take two and a half hours, yeah. I think, yeah. right? It's like when you hit bad Vegas traffic. Yeah. Having an LA to yeah, Vegas. yeah. It's just, there's trouble. Or going to the Dells, the Wisconsin Dells. No. That's actually not true at all. No. In other news, uh, so, anyway, so as a kid, in Lowell. Yeah, as a kid, I, I, I grew up around a lot of blue-collar landscaper type yeah. people. But uh, I lived in the very – there was a very nice part of Lowell that was where all the old – Did you come from educators? No, I came from – What did your from, parents my do? My parents uh, – my mother was an RN. Okay. And my dad was a technician at Hewlett-Packard. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so more white collar kind of. So, yeah. That, that, yes. My dad was uh, also an Army guy. Okay. Uh, little tiny army guy? He was that big. <laughs> he was just a little green dude. He was the guy crouching. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best. <laughs> uh, you know, so he uh, – I think what happened was I have, I have three siblings much older than me, seven okay. years between me and the closest. Oh, right. Yeah, and then eight and then 12 years. You were a little gift from God. That was a little mistake. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel like my father felt like he had to make up for lost time because he was always away in the Army. Okay. So then when I came along, he spent all his time with me. Oh, okay. So uh, you had some parenting. I had I had plenty of parenting. Oh, that's interesting. But what happened was, so my sisters, my sisters and my brother, I feel like they sort of they went down the road of of of, of the Lowellian. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. embraced the local culture. They embraced did they? the local culture. Uh, and uh, what happened to me was I just sort of 
I had always, we grew up in the part of Lowell that where all the mill owners' houses were. Okay. It's the elevated part of Lowell that overlooks the river and you can see the mills. Okay. So the mill owners built their houses there to see, make sure the smoke's still going. Right. Make sure the textiles are still <laughs> right. happening. Right. Uh, and get away from the right. smoke. Yes. And, and their workers. So what happened to me as a kid was I, I saw the blue collar stuff, I saw the white collar stuff, and I had this weird desire as a child to just, I wanted to be a yuppie. Okay. To, for no real reason. Right. Right. There was nothing. Well, except for that, it was a pretty sweet life. Yuppies. Yeah. I mean, if you think of the eighties. Yeah. You know. Everyone, I mean, most people hated the yuppies, but I, I sort of enjoyed it. I related to Fraser most of all in, in, in Cheers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, did you relate to Charles though on Mash? <laughs> That's where it would have fallen yeah, apart for no, me. No. 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 Uh, the so. The, what happened was I just sort of like always, I had this weird dream. I was like, oh, I want to someday get a Saab or a Volvo. Okay. I drive a Volvo now. Okay, see? It happened. The dreams, dreams come true, And, uh, so with that in mind, I found this character of James Bond, who's the most suave and sophisticated person there is. The guy who gets his suits cut for him, the guy who. He's not a Volvo guy, though. That guy wears, that guy wears a wide whale corduroy, a Volvo guy. He sure does. And, uh, and he might have a, he might have a jacket with patches on the elbows. (laughs) And, uh. But not being British, I figured that was as close as I could get. It's as close as you, it is, it it is kind of a little more suave to have a Volvo. I get it. I get it. I see it. So what happened was that, that's sort of what drew me towards the whole James Bond thing in and of itself. I just found it, uh, I found it really cool that there was this guy who would have uh, had a he had a tailor he had opinions on wine <laughs> he uh like sure. in for instance in from russia with love the his big tip off that robert shaw is the villain in that movie okay. robert shaw spoiler Amazing. alert 1963 <laughs> <laughs> robert shaw also played quint uh who if you watch it from the shark's point of view is the villain in that as well uh so um he the way he tells the difference or rather the way he tells that this guy is not who he says he is is that uh he has a, a dinner with him on a train and uh, they get fish and robert shaw orders red wine oh you do not do that jackie you know, that's how it all, this is the little tells. It's the little tells that Cover really. Cover blown. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yes. So as a kid, I was like, oh, that's interesting that there's a, you have to figure yeah. out what kind of, so that sort of, that's what sort of drew me into the character okay. uh, in the first place. Right, right, because he was kind of classy yeah. and kind of, you, well, and it is kind of cool because you do kind of want, you're, you're, it's interesting what you're drawn to when mm. you're a kid and to be the classy guy. That's not a, that's not a bad thing to want to be, no. you know? Yeah. yeah. And it always, it always sort of seemed like, oh, that was like, I have a, you know, as a kid, even I had this weird obsession with like, uh, Brooks brothers and okay. polo and stuff. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this is, so you were a dapper, you were I tried to be a, to be a little child. dapper kid, but what happened was here's the problem with being a dapper child. Uh, dapper kids usually aren't super fat. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> that you gotta be real svelte. To yeah. Be a turns out the, the, there's no real husky line of Brooks brothers kids. <laughs> Uh, so that was always sort of an issue for me. I had to, right. had a lot of, I had a nice, nice it, tops, but sweatpants. Well, sweatpants, <laughs> but you gotta, you, yeah, when you, you really have to start paying for some tailoring at some point. Yeah. I think it's in the Philadelphia story when I realized that money could really fix almost any <laughs> physical problems is when, uh. <laughs> you said Philadelphia story, my brain went to Philadelphia experiment and I was like, wait a second, when did wait that happen? Wait a minute, that's an entirely different <laughs> film. <laughs> That's no, what, it's Cary Grant says yes, it to Catherine Hepburn. And, uh, very funny. But, uh, yeah, so, okay, so, so it wasn't the gadgets. No, it well, wasn't, it the, wasn't cars. the gadgets, it wasn't the cars. I mean, the cars were always part of it. Sure. Cause uh, that's part of the look. That's yeah. part of the. Believe me, I'd sure. love to own an Aston Martin. Sure. Someday. And cufflinks? Would you ever wear cufflinks? Of course. All right. If I was wearing a French cuff. Of co- right, right. You wouldn't just create a cufflink <laughs> situation out of a, out of a long sleeve t-shirt. I also like a knot sometimes. You know those little knots? Have you ever seen those? Oh, Instead yeah. Instead of the cufflink? I like yeah. that. I like okay. those a lot. That's a nice Mostly tip. because they're very cheap. Oh yeah, they're you all. You ever tried cheaper. to buy a pair of cufflinks? It's yeah, my ridiculous. dad has them. My dad. He, he's a cufflink guy. Yeah, my father is incredibly dapper. Oh, he's good. very, very. He's got shoes older than all of us. And uh, for for the first Christmas, my husband uh, bought for my dad a pair of blue snakeskin dress shoes Ooh. that he wears, and and will call me and say. 
going on dancing tonight. <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear those shoes. And he has, he has some of the, some of the funniest, he has a gold three-piece suit that I have a, a picture of him over there. And it's three-piece. It's got a vest. Oh, yeah, and everything very that. shiny. Very shiny. Uh. It was a suit that my stepmother hated, like the power of the sun. <laughs> she hated that suit, but he loves it. And, uh, and he does a cufflink and he'll wear a nice. Yeah. It, and all of his clothes match. He was telling me, cause oh. I do a, a joke about how I thought he was wearing this weird outfit. And he's like, no, I don't have any unfinished clothing. Cause I thought he had, <laughs> cause I thought he had a denim dress shirt that the sleeves mm-hmm. were cut off. And he's like, no, no. I do have a sleeveless denim shirt, but the, the, that's finished. And I do have shorts, but none of my shorts, cause I thought they were Daisy Dukes, right? <laughs> and I was like, and he said, I think you saw me in swim trunks. And I said, well, let's put the real outfit together and put it on the album. And he goes, you're never getting a picture of me. That's not happening. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah, so, you know, and, and so after I saw From Rush With Love, I sort of then started to go into the ones of, cause I was, uh, I was born in the year of Octopussy. Okay, so Octopussy. 1983. 1983, the year I graduated from high school. Well done. Well, yes, the aging process, it's inexorable. <laughs> uh, so, um, but so that was, and that's why I saw it is cause I was at college. Yeah. And everybody went and saw it mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, what is this? Because I had never seen any of these ones from the seventies. Oh, that would be interestingly confusing because because that one is pretty out there. It's uh, it's it didn't make any sense. Roger Moore's second to last James Bond movie. Okay. Roger Moore progressively got sillier and sillier. Okay. And sillier. It it certainly it was very absurd. Yeah. And I was like, what is the point of this? Yeah. It didn't really have a plot. Yeah. It seemed to be one. It was, it was like one Disneyland ride after another is what it felt like. It's a good description of Octopussy, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Cause it felt Cause like. Cause you got the motifs of like Adventureland. Right. You know? Right. And it then... felt like Space Mountain yes. versus Adventureland. Yeah. And then the log ride. I don't know what was happening, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was. The, uh, but the, do you remember the villain? The, well, not the villain, but the, uh, the main, uh, the main henchman. Do you remember okay. his, do you remember his device? No, was he It was a essentially hat? a saw blade. Okay. Do you remember that? He had a saw blade on a rope, like a yo-yo. Oh. And he would, th- he threw it down on the bed, like right between Bond and, uh, Octopussy. Okay. And then a giant fight ensues. But no. I always thought that was like my favorite henchman device. Okay. Cause what- Saw blade on a, on a, on a yoke or rope. Right. And they were so particularly absurd here in the middle, right? Oh yeah. This, this is the era of, uh, of Jaws. Not, okay. Not, not, not the great movie Jaws, but I'm talking about Jaws played by Richard Keel. The big guy, you okay. know Richard Keel, no. the big, he's a, he's a, he's a large Giant man. actor? Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> he had these metal jaws. Okay. Like his teeth were oh, metal. Oh, and he was a bad guy, and or his, he was Yeah, a he was a henchman. He was a henchman that they had for one movie, but the, he was so loved. He was, that they brought him back to and be then a gave him a little girlfriend. Else? Oh, weird. Yeah, and they, they turned him into like this very comic sort of lovable character. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wait. Yeah. So what, which, what movies was he in? He was in Moonraker. Okay. And then he comes back in Octopussy. And he comes back in Octopussy. No, I'm sorry. He comes back in, uh, For Your Eyes Only. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he is in Octopussy or not? I feel like he, he, now now my brain's broken as far as Richard Kyle is concerned. Uh, (laughs) I remember him in a clown outfit, which I feel like is Octopussy because that's the circus of one. Okay. So I'm gonna have to say that yes, he's an octopus, and I could be. If wrong. you've never seen a James Bond movie, and at this point you can, there's 22. I mean, there's, they said 23 on Wikipedia. Oh One, well, two, then three, four, five. I have a list Please that I've count. printed. Count uh, three, 23. Okay. All right. 24 if you count. Never say never again. And what does never say never again? Where's that? Is that, is, is that, a that came out in or? 1983? Okay. With Sean Connery as James Bond. Oh really? It was his return to the franchise, but it was an unofficial. James Bond movie because of a long-standing legal battle with the co-writer of Thunderball, Kevin McClory. Okay. So essentially, Never Say Never Again is a 1983 remake of a 1965 movie. It's, so it's a remake of Thunderball. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so the first, I don't know, was it, it was Sean Connery and Roger Moore were the main ones, right? Sean Connery did uh, Dr. No through You Only Live Twice. Okay. Then George Lazenby comes in. For Honor, Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. Then Sean Connery comes back for Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, okay. And then Roger Moore does Live and Let Die through A View to a Kill. Oh, wow. Okay. So he does yeah. the bulk of it. He d- He's done the most. 
Okay. Yep. And then you get Timothy Dalton for two movies. Right. Living Daylights yep. and License to Kill. Pierce Brosnan for four. Oh, really? Did yep. he do four? He did four. That's interesting because I only saw Goldeneye. Well, you're missing out. Am I? Because he did a good job? He did not do a good job. Okay. <laughs> but it's not his fault. Sort of. Why is that? Uh, he did a, he did, he did an interesting thing. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, much maligned, uh, Matt Gorley and I do a podcast about, uh, James Bond called James Bonding. Really? Yes. An entirely dedicated to James yes. Bond. Yeah. There's an entirely dedicated, much like a wrestling podcast, yep. but it's just dedicated to these 23 movies yes. and never Correct. say never again. Correct. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and is a, that jamesbonding.com? It's, uh, it's on Nerdist's network, so, but okay, it's, so uh, just go to that. Just James Bonding Pod on, uh, James Bonding Pod on, uh, Twitter. Uh, but Matt Gorley and I, we, we've had this discussion a number of times about what, the thing with Pierce Brosnan. So, I, I'm a Pierce Brosnan fan. Okay. But if I'm a Pierce Brosnan fan because of what I like to call the Robin Williams rule. Oh, what is that? Here's the Robin Williams rule. Whatever Robin Williams movie you saw when you were 10 years old, mm-hmm, that's your mm-hmm. favorite Robin Williams movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I saw Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Well, that's then what, there you go. Yeah. That's your and favorite that's thing what, he's ever what, done. That's my favorite thing he's ever done. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Me? Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Still watch it. Right, right. Uh, it's a poor man's tootsie, in my uh, opinion. <laughs> uh, a lot of my, I have a few friends who are uh, exactly 42 years old, and yep. their favorite uh, is Popeye. Oh, it's Popeye. Yeah. All right. Interesting, All right. right? Yeah, it's that a is good theory. It's a sound theory. I think it is a sound uh, theory. But so much to that, much to that uh, rule, if we apply that to James Bond, 1995, I'm 12 years old. Mm-hmm. That's that's right in my wheelhouse. So that Pierce is. Brosnan comes in. I'm like, oh, it's this a brand is, new movie. You're seeing guy. it in the, th- in the theater. Yeah. That is the smoothest this, dude in the. This on- is, yes, exactly. But what he suffers from is he tries to have it every which way. Meaning, Sean Connery plays James Bond in a in a in a sort of uh, the most the most like the novel. Okay. Sean Connery's a brute. Okay. Sean Connery's suave. Sean Connery won't think twice about uh, uh, strangling a lady. Okay. If he needs to. Okay. Also in real life, so that's apparently. Good. Apparently in real life as well. But, so, but he was, so that's the book. The book is he's super yeah. violent. The, yeah, he's a very violent man, uh, little to no emotion other than when he falls in love with Vesper. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and marries oh. Tracy. Anyway, right. don't worry about it. The, uh, so this, that's, that's that James Bond. So then you go... George Lazenby, who turns in a very good performance in, I think, maybe the best James Bond movie there is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay, which, and that one's called which one? Right there. 1969. Um, 69 is George Lazenby. George Lazenby, Australian. All right, weird. Playing a, uh, playing a Brit. All right. Uh, you know, what's funny is Roger Moore and Daniel Craig are the only two British James Bonds. That is weird. Yeah. Because Pierce Brosnan is... Pierce Brosnan's Irish. He's Irish. Okay. Connery is uh, Scottish, obviously. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Timothy Dalton is Welsh. Okay. And uh, all three of those, in my opinion, are British. And at which point, <laughs> uh, the Welsh, Irish, and Scots are like, fuck off. That's right. And, uh, and I'm like, I'll be over here. Uh, but so Pierce Brosnan... Yeah, so Roger Moore's then this whimsical sort of James Bond who does mm-hmm. these funny things, has these quips that are just never-ending. Right. Uh... And has silly gadgets and silly situations, and it's he's a funnier James Bond. Okay. Uh, and actually, honestly, my, he's my favorite James Bond. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. No, no, no. Oh, Roger Moore is my Roger favorite. Moore. In, 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 upon reflection of my life and looking back at the twenty three movies, sure, that I those am, are your I enjoy a Roger Moore. You enjoy a, like? Could you sit down at any time and watch a James Bond movie? Yes. Okay. In fact. Matt Gorley and I watch one a week. You just put one in. <laughs> and then we talk about it on the podcast. All right. And do you do them in order or do We're just... doing them in reverse order? Well, okay. we're doing them bookended. Okay. So what we're doing is watching Dr. No, then Skyfall, then okay. from Russia with Love, and then Quantum. We, because we didn't want to like, we didn't want to have to like wait so long to get to modern times. So oh, there we, we go. Oh, it'd go be on. interesting to juxtapose them with each other as they get oh, closer right, and right. closer. And they meet in the middle of it for your eyes only. So what would you recommend the first one someone should watch? Hmm. That's so, it's so hard. It's a very good question. I mean, the, the common answer is Goldfinger. Okay. That's because... the most, that's where the formula is established, ready to go. That's the third movie. Okay. The formula, <laughs> I'm looking on the list. <laughs> formula is established. It's got the gadgets. It's got the girl. It's got the 
crazy, uh, over the top villain. Okay. Uh, you know, it's got, it's, that's the sort of the blueprint that the movies would follow from there on out. Now, and that one's from 1964. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Batman TV show kind of took that Mm. and tried to make that. Is that, because isn't he always tied up and then the supervillain ex, (laughs) there's exposition and then he gets loose? Like that happens very specifically in Goldfinger. Okay, maybe then maybe I did see Goldfinger. Goldfinger's the one with the laser is uh, going to cut him in half. Maybe I've just seen the scene. And uh, <laughs> maybe you've just seen the episode of The Simpsons. You only move twice <laughs> with oh, Hank bet. Scorpio. Oh, I bet. I bet I have seen that, of <laughs> yeah. course. And yeah, so okay. Uh, so yeah, so that that if if that you're going to start the... somewhere, that's the blueprint. That's sort of where you'd where you'd where you'd go. Right. You'd start so. there. So if if you were going to go the first five, like say you're like, okay, so you want to see, and and that's Sean Connery, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, here's what I'm going to say to you. Okay. So here's how you watch these movies. Okay. Uh, I would watch, I would watch Goldfinger. Right. Then I would watch From Russia With Love. If you're going to just watch five James Bond movies, here's okay. the list, everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Goldfinger, From Russia With Love, uh, Honor, Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. Which is the George which one. Which is the George Lazenby one. Okay. Uh... Live and Let Die. Which is the first which Roger. Which is the first Roger Moore. Okay. Uh, and then if you're really, I mean, if you're, if you're gonna, if you're only gonna watch five, I would then say put on Casino Royale. Okay. Cause that was the, that's the, and then I've seen Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Those are the two I've seen. Those are, uh, those are direct, that's the first time they ever did a direct sequel. Right. Cause it was moments later. Yeah. He's driving it, down the highway. Yeah. And that car chases bananas. That's it is, an amazing. It's, it is great. Coaches. And I understand Skyfall, which I have not seen, mm-hmm. is actually a Q story and, or not a Q story, no, um, um, M. an M story. It's sort of, a, it's very, it's very M centric. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna let that go. Um, and, <laughs> and it's great. Skyfall's great. Skyfall's great? Yeah. Okay. Is, are there bad ones? Are there ones oh, that you- Oh, there's plenty of shit. There's James crap Bond in there? Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, for instance. The Living Daylights. That the Living terrible. Daylights. I like The Living Daylights. Now That's why? Timothy Dalton. Okay. Uh, and Olivia Dabo. Diabo. Okay. Uh, is apostrophe Abo. apostrophe Abo. Okay. Uh, you know what? Here's why I like that one. I saw that when I was young and it thrilled me to no end. The beginning of the movie is him assembling a Walther sniper rifle. Right. Uh, sure, out times. of a cello case. Okay. Sure. Uh, where he then is going to uh kill he he is going to kill I think he's gonna has to kill Olivia Dabo, but he doesn't because she's beautiful. She's so too why pretty. would he why too would he do pretty. that? Is there a way I could just brainwash her? Right. So what he does is he shoots uh he deliberately misses. Okay. And then he's driving in his car and uh his 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 uh his cohort is saying well, did you, did you do it? Did you kill her? And, and he goes, no. And then he's like, so what happened? He's like, oh, you know, I shot next to her. He's like, so you didn't kill her? And then he goes, no, but it must have scared the living daylights out of her. And then, dun, dun, dun. and then the song, and then, and then the, the song, song comes up. I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> so the name <laughs> of the movie right there. Right there. Now we know what the movie's called. It's going to be great. It's- uh, yeah. So, you know, and, and the thing, there's an interesting thing that happens too. Where, uh, so Timothy Dalton does Living Daylights and then does License to Kill. License to Kill, if you feel like watching a, a movie that was totally reactionary, uh, that's a movie that is oh, really? very reactionary of the, of the time. Of it's the very time. reactionary of, oh my God, look at all these action movies that are coming out. You got like, you know, Die Hard had come out. You got like, uh, you got, um, you know, Lethal Weapon. Okay. All these, all these crazy action movies are coming right. out, and and James Bond's like, well, we got to do something similar to this. Right, right. We got to keep up with the Joneses. But they go way dark, super dark, <laughs> super dark. Drug cartel, Benicio del Toro. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. License to kill. License to kill. Uh, it starts with, uh, Felix Leiter, who's James Bond's uh, buddy in the American Secret Service. Okay. Uh. Getting captured on his wedding day, uh, tortured, losing his legs. Then essentially James Bond leaves the service and goes on a revenge mission. Oh, weird. Yeah. It turns into a Mel Gibson. It turns they into like took a, my baby. Or like a Charles Not, Bronson movie. Charles Bronson movie. Yeah. Holy crap. It turns into a Charles Bronson movie. I'll tell you something. The, when I, I think it was Casino Royale where, where 
the entire torture scene was just an empty chair where the guy got kicked in the balls yeah. a thousand times. Yeah. And uh, you're like, wow, all right, somebody <laughs> – There's whenever I think about, about like people who are making these movies, I'm like, you're a sick fuck. That's Ian Fleming. That's Ian Fleming. Cause Ian that, Fleming did that. Oh, because he came up with a yeah, lot of that the ball, stuff? The ball hitting. Oh, did Christina he? Rail is very close to – uh, well, I mean, it's very close to the novel as far as the movies go, being close to novels. Okay. Casino Royale is very close to the novel. Okay. Um, and are there 24 novels? How many novels no, are there? No, there's only nine. Okay. Uh, but there's uh, some collections of short stories. Okay, that they're culling from as well. Yeah, they've pretty much used everything at this and, point. Right. That, uh, including titles. Uh, they find any just journals or stories you know, of him in the like, secret service? So Goldeneye, for instance, the name Goldeneye. It's just, it's named, nothing to do with James Bond, really. It's just named after Ian Fleming's estate on in Jamaica. Oh. He called Goldeneye. Oh, weird. So they were like, oh, well, it's sort of Ian Fleming. Let's do Okay. That. Yeah. Uh, so they, yeah, they sort of, they, re- they really, they ran out. They blew through it. Okay. Uh, but the reboot of Casino Royale, which happens in 2006, right. uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. It was a, it was a, a great movie. movie. A Daniel movie. Craig. Daniel Craig, yep. Daniel Craig, very handsome gentleman. Very handsome gentleman. Older, though, than usual, right? Mm, does, no, here's the thing that people always, forget. Is that, is he not 45 years old? He's had a, he's a rough, he's a hard 45. He's the hardest looking 45 ever. <laughs> he's a hard ever. 45. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm not saying he isn't doing a lot of sit-ups, because mm, he clearly oh, he's is. he's doing plenty of those. Right. But Inclined he, bench presses, that guy's chest. Is out of, out Ridiculous. of control. He's yeah. just the super handsome. Yeah, yeah. But he's not like, it's not like Thor, you know, it's not right. Chris Hemsworth where, yeah. um, you're like, Oh, okay. This guy's 24 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but how old was James Bond in the books? Was he in his uh, 40s? He was a perpetual, uh, late thirties. Yeah. That's what he ought to be. Cause yeah. it feels very Spencer for hire. He never, you know? yeah. Where <laughs> you Spencer want for hire. Great. That was yeah. Boston show. <laughs> that's a, it was a Boston and a Boston book series. Yeah. And everything I know about the Boston area stems from Spencer <laughs> for hire novels. Cause I've read them all. And, uh, they're, used they're, to be very exciting when they would shoot. Oh, I when bet. They would shoot exteriors. I bet. Because they would, they would shoot the courthouse, uh, that they would always use was, uh. In Lowell? A, no, it was in Cambridge, Massachusetts. My okay. whole family is from Cambridge. Okay. Uh, my parents moved to Lowell right before I was born. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, because <laughs> it was closer to right. my dad's work and. Right. They were like, oh, let's just move here. Uh, but they're all, we're all from East. Cambridge. So, like, my grandmothers were one house apart from each other. Okay. So, every so they Sunday, grew up next to each other, or they didn't grow up next to each other. They grew up a few blocks from each other, and then just ended up their parent, their mothers ended up moving very close to each other. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so, and then my parents had the house across the street. Wow. So it was very, that is very. It was like it feels very Boston. Yeah, and like feels, you know, and it was a so which is ever, a big city, but feels is so. In like incestuously small sometimes. Yeah, yeah. very much so. I don't know Xenophobic, why. Xenophobic, I would say. And very much so. Yeah. It's just like it's very. It's it's like a tiny Japan. An alarmingly racist for a liberal town. Alarmingly racist for so many liberal colleges yes. to be there. It's amazingly yes. so. Did you see the heat? Yes, I did. I enjoyed the heat. <laughs> I thoroughly I enjoyed, enjoyed the heat. Quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Uh, that was shot Somerville, which is right next to Cambridge. Sure. Uh, so, but yeah, so that's, but when the Spence for Hire would shoot, it would shoot at a courthouse that was two blocks away from my grandmother's house on Spring Street in, okay. in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. So it would always be very exciting. Robert Urich? Yes. He was in Spencer. And, and uh, Avery Brooks. From Deep Space Nine. That's correct. And uh, Captain dork, Benjamin Sisko. That's right. Some dork cred there. Commander, if you're watching the first three seasons, Captain after that. Right. He was giving a little promotion. <laughs> and, then, and then he got, and then he got, a, and then he got a, a, a speedster car that he yeah. could zoom around. And then he got a super promo to God. <laughs> then exactly that's right. Because God, <laughs> right? Okay. So yeah. So anyway, uh, w- yeah. Where were we? Oh, we're, we're talking about Casino Royale. Yeah. Uh, that's so. Yeah, that's so very much like the book. That's a that's that's such a good job by the producers. That's a weird sort of thing you rarely see happen in, in a movie franchise when everybody gets it right. Oh yeah. And I feel like in Casino Royale, everybody got it right. And, and yeah, there's, I don't think there's a bad scene in that right. movie. I mean, it's very Shawshank Redemption in the way of, um, yeah. just one good scene after another. And, and it all, the only thing that was weird is didn't they change it from Baccarat to some other game or something? Poker. They, they made it poker. It, yeah, they made it. Which I think was an excellent decision by them. Oh yeah. Because you think about like the poker boom of the early 2000s. That's exactly why they did it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the, the, and if you've ever, 
do you know the game Baccarat at all? No. I've it's, seen so many James Bond movies and I find it so confusing and I could say everything they need to say in French <laughs> just because of the James Bond. Du huit bank. Like I can do the whole, <laughs> I could sit down at a table and not look out of place, but wouldn't know if I was winning or losing. What is do, what does it mean? Uh, I don't know. You have to get closest. I think the idea of Baccarat is to get closest to 19. Uh, I thought it was more roulette Like it's, it's almost an, it's, it's, it's a super luck game and it's not even, there's hey, no skill. Listen, it will never make sense to me. <laughs> and I deliberately make it not make sense to me. Right, cause you I'll don't go down want to, it. I go down to, are you, uh, do you ever go to Vegas? Do you enjoy Las Vegas? At I do all? not. I do go to Vegas and I never but you don't enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah. That's I don't okay. like hookers or gambling or drinking. Well, you so. know what's interesting is I don't like drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you I, enjoy an occasional hooker? No, no. Okay, no. all right. Uh, not yet, anyway. Just, uh, just I'm not, I'm not saying, <laughs> if you're listening, hookers. <laughs> I'm not saying Brent, no, flat out. Door. I don't know what, you know. You I, saw Pretty Woman, you know what, yeah, it can, what can happen. I know happen. what can happen. I'll right. take her back into that shop. We'll get anything she wants. <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, I enjoy Vegas. Weirdly, I think it's just, I enjoy, I have a weird fascination with infrastructure. What does that mean? It means that I find it fascinating when People build shit where it shouldn't be. Okay. Which is partially why I love Walt Disney World. Okay. Like, I love the Seven Seas Lagoon that they just dug out. I love that they turned Swampland into the Magic Kingdom, Epcot Center, MGM Studios, so on and so forth. Right, right. In Vegas? I find that stuff fascinating. Vegas, middle of a desert. Yeah. Meyer Lansky. Giant, giant buildings. Like, Beautiful, well, beautiful or gaudy, depending on right. who you're who you're talking to. But impressive in yeah. any case. Oh, and I find it so fascinating. I also enjoy people watching okay. to no end, and I think that's just a thing that all comedians enjoy, right? I mean, right. It's, so what do you, it's so, observation? So do you like to go to the new hotel and look and see yeah. why they've done it? Yeah, I like to go there. I like to. I like the food that's in Las Vegas. I think the restaurants sure. really can't, as far as proximity mm-hmm. to excellent restaurants, you can't beat it. Because everybody's got a restaurant there. Right. Gordon Ramsay has three of them. Right. So you can get fancy, fancy chefs. Your fancy chefs all you want. You all you want. You want to go with Mario Batali, he's got one. You want like, you know, Scott Nobu, Conan, you got can one. do whatever. Nobu, boom, right there in Caesar's Palace. Right. Along with Bobby Flay's restaurant. Okay. And the new Gordon Ramsay, uh, Caesar's Palace. Bit of a food, if, a food network dork. Oh yeah. Is what's I am happening. Indeed. All right. I am indeed. Uh, so much so that I spent Remember? Thanksgiving at Scott Conan's restaurant in Beverly Hills. Scott Conan. Of course, is Conan. the is the Conant. Conant, A M T. Yep, is the uh, guy who gets real uppity about pasta. <laughs> uppity about pasta. Yeah. So if you're watching Chopped and anyone undercooks the pasta and somebody's getting angry about it, it's Scott Conan. It's good. <laughs> who was the guy who did the Ultimate Show? Remember that guy? He was like the show. Ultimate Beef Brisket. Uh, the Ultimate. Was that uh, was hamburger. that Michael Simon? No nope. old guy. No. No. Nope. It was a he was a hairy dude, and uh, he was he was a little bit younger and. He, was it, was it, are you thinking of Travel Channel's Adam Richmond? Nope. Nope. I'm not thinking of uh, Travel Channel's Adam Richmond, and I'm not thinking of the horrible stand-up comic, comic Adam Richmond. Really? Sweeping statement. Yeah, listen. All of them. All you don't want to be in a room with them. I don't want to be Anybody in a room. Anybody named Adam Richmond? Probably take, not that fun. Take it on the arches. I don't have time for you. No time for this. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, we could weed off into food if you like, but well, I mean that's that's part of that's part of the James Bond uh, that's part oh, of the James it? Bond lifestyle. Is it? Is the classy meals he enjoys? What you know, like the like the foie gras and the and the so on and so forth. Is he He's, having foie gras and caviar and, and caviar? Oh my god, the guy like you know there are <laughs> scenes put into these movies for no reason. For instance, there's a we just watched Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. Uh, so what happens is, uh, you know, go back and download that. Paul Shear was our guest. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, he, James Bond fights people a lot in hotel rooms. Okay. It's just it, a thing that happens. Right. Cause that's in where he likes to do it. In 23 movies, he's probably fought in 29 hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> cause, well, cause he knows the maids will clean up. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> but something. Does he tip the maids? I hope he does. <laughs> something that happens very often in a James Bond movie, which started with Sean Connery, is he'll beat the crap out of somebody, go to walk out the door, then realize there's food next to the door, go back in and grab like a grape, or in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, he grabs the caviar, and eats has the a caviar, cracker. then walks away, and then there's a horrible ADR where he tells you where the beluga caviar is from. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, so when did he, when, when did, um, Sean Connery do, do Sean Connery in Thunderball that? particularly, <laughs> Thunderball, 
There's he, snacking? There's plenty of snacking. In Thunderball, <laughs> he gets caught. Thunderball would have been a much shorter movie. It would have been a free and clear and probably solved it in 25 minutes had he not gone back for a grape. <laughs> Go! Did he get he get caught up and uh? Yeah, no, he just like grabbed a grape and then when he's walking out, then the other guy saw him and then ah, there we go. Okay, if he had just left, please give me a litany of different eating in all of the movies that you remember. Well, sure. For instance, please. Uh, you know, let's start with uh, let's start with Doctor No. Doctor No, nineteen sixty two. First time I ever saw uh, Red Stripe. Okay, Jamaican beer. Oh, the beer. Yeah, that is uh, that that movie takes place in Jamaica. Uh. So that's the that's the first memory of food that I ever have. Then he's also drinking Smirnoff vodka. Okay. Through it, most of the early movies. Okay. He's a he's a big Smirnoff guy. Okay. And so he likes a vodka martini, not oh, a gin martini. Shaken not stirred, is Correct. that him? Yes. Okay. Uh interestingly enough, Roger Moore never orders a vodka martini shaken not stirred. In he any deliberately, of his six movies. Deliberately so. Seven. He didn't wow. wanna he didn't want to be Sean. Okay. He wanted Sean to have his own thing, and then he would do his own thing. What was what was Roger Moore's food? Uh, Roger Moore's whatever. He was kind of whatever's around. He was like he he was never that he he enjoyed his Bollinger. You know what's a Bollinger? Uh, 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 sorry, Dom 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 Per. What the fuck is the Dom Perignon? Yes, is a is a champagne. Yes. I think right. Yeah. So he oh so he enjoyed a champagne. He enjoyed a champagne very often. Okay. They all enjoyed a champagne. Sure. In fact, uh, you know Connery throughout. Oh, there's a great scene in Goldfinger when Connery's yeah. going to the fridge. <laughs> what? He goes to the fridge after he is, uh. In Goldfinger, I think it was an icebox. Yeah. <laughs> he goes into the fridge to get a bottle of, uh, champagne. Okay. A bottle of Dom Perignon 53, I believe. Uh, <laughs> he goes in to get it and the line he delivers is so 1964 that you just won't even believe it. He goes <laughs> to grab the champagne. He's talking to the, to the, to the young lady who he just bedded. Yes. Uh, and, uh, he goes to the champagne and he's like, he's going to check to see if the champagne's properly chilled yet. So he goes into the icebox and he says, uh, drinking a, drinking a Dom Perignon 53 above a temperature of 39 degrees is like listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. <laughs> Wow. All right. There's a guy who does not enjoy the Beatles. He doesn't care for rock and roll rock and or roll. young people, I'm guessing. Young people. They're so full, they're full of beans. Okay. So that's, uh, you know, Connery. We're moving through Connery now. Thunderball is the grape situation. Okay. Uh, then we go on to uh, You Only, you only live, live Twice, twice? where there's sake, and he knows the proper temperature sake should be served at. Okay. He's All like, right. oh, 98.6 degrees is the proper temperature for sake. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of these little tiny. Right. Her Majesty, is, is that happening? Her Majesty's Secret Service, he. Uh, is there food in that one? There is plenty of food in that one. Uh, a, that's such is a, he ever having a meal? He sits down for a meal a couple times. He sits down for a meal. For instance, in From Russia with Love, we talked about the meal of fish where oh. he had a white wine. Oh, that's right. Bad guy had a red wine. And that's how he knew. Yeah, you're that a bad guy. If you don't right. know what kind of wine to order with fish. Right, right. Then, and Her Majesty's, do you remember their food being in either one of George's? Uh, uh Well, George only did one. He just he did, did Our Majesty's Secret Service. There's plenty of food in that one because he goes... <laughs> This will sound ridiculous, but it's a James Bond movie. <laughs> Welcome to the Dork Forest. Uh, he goes uh, to a place high in the Swiss Alps uh, where there is an allergy clinic. Oh. Where uh, uh, all these various young ladies are being treated for different allergies. Okay. One of them is allergic to – it's a very racist scene too because <laughs> here's here's how this goes. You get the, the, the Anglo-British girl is uh, allergic to uh, chicken. Okay. The American girl is allergic to corn. Okay. The black girl's allergic to bananas. Bananas. The Asian girl's allergic to rice. Jesus H. Christ. So, but there's a scene at, at the dinner table where they're all eating. Mm-hmm. They get a plate mm-hmm. of their food, and it's just like the Asian girl in like the in the very close to a geisha outfit eating rice. The scene with the uh, uh the young African American lady. Well, she might even not have been American. I'm sure she was African she was British. Just a, just a just black... a British just a black British lady. Okay. Just plowing down a banana. Right. In a very odd looking way. Well, wait, way. I thought they were allergic to these things. Well, they're at the allergy clinic. Oh, trying to deal with their allergies yeah. psychologically? Well, it's all a part of Ma- Blofeld's master plan. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Which movie is this? This is on Her Majesty's Secret oh, Service. Jesus Christos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. What's the food in Diamonds Are Forever? Uh, Diamonds Are Forever. 
Set in Las Vegas. Okay. Diamonds are forever. Uh, you so get to see, you see Circus Circus. Okay. You see the Las Vegas Hilton at its height. This is the Las Vegas Hilton now. When he's out swinging outside that window, you know who's staying in that penthouse. Right. 71. It's gotta be Sinatra, right? Elvis. Or Elvis. It's gotta okay. be Elvis. All right. Uh, then you got, uh, so yeah, the Cubby Broccoli, who was the producer of the movies, it was Cubby Broccoli and then Harry Saltzman. Okay. It's still in the Broccoli family. The Broccoli's okay. are still doing it. Uh, but he was friends with a young man, or, well, old man at the time named Howard Hughes. Right, right, sure. Uh, and Howard Hughes was in Vegas at the time. Okay. You know. Uh, does he have a bit part in, uh, in Diamonds Are Forever? He does not. Howard Hughes is, uh, <laughs> like Stan Lee at this and all point, Howard Hughes is full blown, you know, I'm gonna just Agoraphobic be. Agoraphobic. Yeah, yeah. In a penthouse somewhere, never come out, whatever. <laughs> uh, so Cubby comes to town. Howard Hughes is like, oh, whatever you need, Cubby, just let me know. And he, Cubby goes, well, I'd like to shut down the strip to shoot a car chase. And then Howard Hughes goes, done. Wow. <laughs> Holy just, smokes. Like that's, that's the time. That was the time. So yeah, you see the, you see Circus Circus when it was like brand new. Okay. Have you been in Circus Circus recently? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's a dive bar. It is a mess. Yeah, yeah. They, they got the good dank going on. I it's a place that, you I might want to. Buffet. You went to the buffet. It was there? $11. And I said, Did well, you- why not? What am I made of stone? It's uh, I have eleven dollars. Let's gonna, do this. I'm gonna walk by this. There's clearly cookies over there, so I can at least get my money's worth on cookies. Uh, but it's the it's hands down the worst buffet I've ever been to. Oh, it's and I've fun. driven across the country, right? And eaten at like many a many a hometown buffet, right? Or Golden Corral. Oof, this was worse. Right. If you gave me fifty dollars and a Costco card, I could make you a better buffet. Than circus circus. Right. But what's, what, what was the food in diamonds? Oh, well, there's a lot of champagne in diamonds. Uh, live and let die. Is there food in live and let die? Live and let die. There's a uh, live and let die. They're in, um, the Dominican Republic. Really? Or hit. No, sorry. Haiti. They're in Haiti. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, James orders some champagne brought to the room. Uh, again, it's a, it's a Dom Perignon. Right. Uh, then you got your, uh. There's always fancy booze. Always fancy. Lots of fancy booze. But not necessarily. Fancy and then, booze throughout. Then you got your, uh, the man, man with the with golden, golden gun. gun. Man with the golden gun is interesting. Christopher Lee. Okay. Is the bad guy in that. Okay. Christopher Lee. You know who his cousin is? Uh, Bruce Lee? Nope. Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming. Oh, okay. His first cousin. His first cousin. Okay. By the way, Christopher Lee, still alive. Christopher Lee, what is, where, what's he been in that I should have known? A thousand, uh, a thousand. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Oh, he plays, oh, I know who he plays. Yeah. He plays, uh, Saruman. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, he's also in, uh, the Star Wars, the new Star Wars trilogy. He's okay. In Attack of the Clones. He's the Darth uh, Sidious or no, Darth something. Okay. Whatever. He's, Sudoku, he's... Darth. Sudoku? Sudoku. Darth Sudoku. Right, right. You gotta work Count in Count Dooku? <laughs> Count Dooku, right? Isn't right, that a name? Uh, you know, the prequels, I couldn't, uh, don't I couldn't worry do. about it. You don't have to do worry it. about it. It's, uh, uh, it was something that, that hurt my heart. Oh, so yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't be party. I understand. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, so Chris, yeah, I know really, who Chris really is. He played, okay. uh, Dracula yeah. at some point, right? I'm, I don't know about no, Dracula. I, might, I get him and Frank Lagella <laughs> mixed up all the time. <laughs> uh, did you know? It's, uh, I was just talking about Daniel Dad Lewis, uh, who is, uh, D- Daniel Day Lewis's dad, who is, uh, the poet laureate of, uh, the UK. And he wrote, uh, he wrote mystery novels, uh, as under the name Nicholas Blake. Really? Yes, Nicholas Blake. And, wow. uh, they, he wrote them in the 20s and 30s. And they're pulp, they're pulp, uh, sort of Sherlock Holmesy kind of things. Wow. And they're not bad. And they're very, you know, comedy of manners kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're super fun. Okay. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to rattle off. If you can think of one with a, with a good food scene, Moonraker. Moonraker. For your eyes space only. Space food in Moonraker for your eyes only is, uh, there's a lot of skiing and they're in Greece in that one. Okay. Uh, Octopussy. So wait, is there, is there. Oh, Octopussy. There's a, if I remember correctly, there's some, some, some. Raiders of the law, uh, some, uh, sorry, Temple of Doom-esque gross food. Oh, like monkey brains yeah, and like stuff? Yeah, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. That view to a kill, view to a kill. View to a kill, San Francisco's own view to a kill. Oh, okay. That one, the, the climax of that one is on the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay. Christopher Walken driving a blimp. And I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Holy crap. Theme song uh, done by Duran Duran, one of my favorite theme songs. View to the View to a Kill theme song, Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Okay, well, I just got to look that up. Yep. The Living Daylights, did that have food in it? Living Daylights had plenty of food. That was uh, mostly over the Russian border, and then he goes and helps Al-Qaeda. More, more vodka? Like the Russians. Okay. Oh, oh did he? <laughs> yeah. Is Al-Qaeda Listen, in it? We didn't know. We didn't time. know that Al-Qaeda was going to be 9-11. You know, Rambo 3, same thing. <laughs> License to kill? License to kill. Uh, food and beverages? too gory to even. I have food even, and beverages in? I remember food in that one. Okay, GoldenEye, food and beverages? GoldenEye. Pierce Brosnan, he enjoys to sit down. Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan will take a seat and have some uh, have some uh, scotch with M okay. in the office. Yeah, sure. he does that a couple of times. Right. Uh, you know, at some point... They switched to McKellen. McKellen, oh, uh. Is a different kind of booze? Yeah. Instead McKellen of. Scotch. Okay. Uh, which is actually in the, in Skyfall. There's okay. a bottle of McKellen 60, uh, 62, which is okay. a nod to Dr. No. To Dr. No. 1962 being the year it was made. And was, is, is that a, is that a scotch or a bourbon? It's a scotch. It's a yeah. scotch. And is old scotch better than new scotch? Yeah, aged. Age is the way scotch to go. is the yeah. way to go with most of your, because yeah. it's not true with Diet Coke. Right. And, uh, oh my God. When Diet had... Coke expires, <laughs> it's, everyone knows it's poison. Right. It's, it's essentially, it's a, it's a, it's water that's been soaked in a piece of aluminum foil. What is the, foil. what is the, uh, what is the thing, uh, epic, epic, what is the thing they give you to make you vomit? To <laughs> I don't vomiting? Know. Whatever that drug know. is, it's, it should just be expired Diet Coke. It, it could just be expired Diet Coke. And, uh, tomorrow never dies. The world is not enough and die another day. Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies is is a lot of fun. Tomorrow Never Dies actually is the next one. I'm watching that. I'll be watching that tonight. Oh, will you? Uh, it's the one that Matt Gorley and I disagree on the most. I like it. He does not. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies is. Uh, I think you like you like all of them. China? No, no, no. What's... I don't care for. I don't care for License to Kill. Too okay. dark. Too dark. Uh, the Man with the Golden Gun. I'm not a fan of. Really. The man with the uh, golden gun. You only live twice. Mm-hmm. Not that great. Okay. Uh, Thunderball, maybe Just the worst okay? movie I've ever seen. Oh, really? Thunderball is the slowest moving piece of shit. <laughs> this is not allowing you to breathe. This is uh, actually suffocating you with boredom. Thunderball, they were so fascinated by the fact that they had cameras that would work underwater. Okay. That they would shoot it for 45 minutes at a time. Wow. So if you think about how people move underwater... Imagine a large-scale fight scene <laughs> underwater Wow! where the fastest thing is the three or four harpoon guns. Right. And a harpoon gun, by the way, doesn't go that fast. Not that fast. Not no. underwater. Nothing no. does. And there's a whole long, drawn-out scene of people fist-fighting underwater. Wow. There's a reason we have the term punching underwater. <laughs> is that a term? It's futile. <laughs> I don't know that term. Yeah, if you're punching underwater, it's a futile thing to be doing. Okay, that's a it's a saying. Yeah, it's a slogan. So right. uh, what I'm saying uh, is the whole movie is futile. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right. Do you know what? Uh, this doesn't have anything to do with James Bond. Yeah, go but ahead. it's a great underwater scene. Is uh, the 1967 movie Flipper that I used to have on VHS. I no longer have on VHS because I was a, I was sure that it would come out on DVD. I can't even find any record of it. Wow. And I'm like, there's one of all the All that greatest, comes up is the Paul Hogan one. <laughs> all that comes up is the Paul Hogan one. It's the difference between the old uh, flipper and the new flipper. Yeah. And the old flipper, this was even before the TV show, so mm. it might have been earlier than that. And the greatest scene in the world is the dad goes, uh, there's been a hurricane, on some island off the coast of Maine or sure. whatever, yeah. wherever Flipper is, and or Florida, I think. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be more. Dolphins don't go that far. Yeah, that's not happening. They're not. They're no fools. <laughs> and so um, he's going into town because he picked up some work, and the tornado or whatever hurricane just came through, and he leaves his eight-year-old son a list of chores that are essentially rebuild the farm while I'm gone. <laughs> you have to fix the fence. You have to rep- repair the roof. That's the and way to do it. he meets Flipper while he's gone, and so he doesn't do any of his chores. And his dad comes back and he goes, wait, how old are you? I thought you were eight. I'm sorry. Are you four? I'm s- and it was one of the most brutal lines. This is a dressing down of an eight-year-old. Of an eight-year-old, and the mom is just sitting there going, and you can hear. And then later, there's a small conversation where she goes, "You know, he's a child." Nah. <laughs> 
I'm glad they were aware. But it was just one line, and he's like, yeah, when I was eight years old, I was, I don't know, what, rebuilding Rome? Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Dad. And uh, it was one of the craziest things. Okay. we got to so find you that flipper. I totally – get out there, people. Here's, no, here's what you do. What I've do you do? I've done this before and it works. Oh, hello. Listeners. Hello, hi. listeners. Someone out there probably has a VHS copy of Flipper. Right. And uh, I'm Just sure that same person that, can digitize that and burn a DVD for your lovely host, Jackie. Jackie Cation <laughs> would enjoy and will send you – a free sweatshirt. Yes. So you get email a her sweatshirt and let her know. Yeah, I'll give you a free hooded sweatshirt if you send me a DVD digital copy of uh, the 1960s Flipper movie that has that scene in it. Yep. There's a little contest for you. Done. Rangers of the Dork Forest should be done. Uh, hey, folks. Uh, it's been an hour, by oh, the boy. way. That, Matt and Myra. That blew by. I'd, we only totally... got to like six of the movies. <laughs> Well, that's why there's James Bonding on yes, the Nerdist channel there is that people can listen to, and they can follow you on Twitter. If I would love it if you would come on our our program. Sure. The only criteria is you watch the movie before you come. I will do that. I will watch. And a James I love Bond the movie. fact that you don't. I've never have really any sort of background with James Bond. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't have a horse in that race. So I can love just it. ignore it for what it do is. It. It, uh, love it for what it is. Ugh. Which is exactly why I love GI Joe because I didn't have a horse <laughs> in that race and I was able to just look at it and go, "Look at that! That's awesome." <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Myra, M I R A, mm-hmm. uh, on the at midnight program, writing on that. Mm-hmm. Super fun. You're at Matt Myra on Nerdist. It'll be uh, on Twitter. It'll be connected. And we talked about a lot of James Bond. Yeah, so sure get did. out there and get yourself some beluga uh, caviar and some cufflinks. Thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you for having me. Take care out there. Bye. Well, that show was awesome. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, he fixes the audio every week. He also does the teaser videos on YouTube. So Patrick Brady is an awesome guy, and I thank him for his work. Mike Rickberg sang the song you heard at the beginning, composed and sang it with his girlfriend, Sarah. He's going to sing in about a heartbeat for uh, the Mexican hat dance. And Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. So support him and his work. Thanks a lot, you guys. Take care out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. (laughs) My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?